The last person I interviewed to provide another perspective on this fascinating case was the patient herself, who began our conversation by reviewing how it all began. When I first went into the hospital, we didn't know, of course, what I had yet. But the last thing on my mind was lung cancer or any kind of cancer. So it was quite a shock, quite a surprise. How did you feel at that point? I was feeling pretty poorly and getting worse and worse because I couldn't breathe very well. I couldn't lay down. I couldn't do anything without being very uncomfortable. And it was right over the Christmas time, so there were delays with holidays and so on. So when we finally got the diagnosis, it was difficult to deal with, but at least we knew what we were dealing with. What was your state of mind when you found out the diagnosis? What thoughts were on your mind? Well, at that time, I didn't know anyone who lived more than six months with lung cancer, so I was not very optimistic at all. What were some of your biggest personal concerns at that point? Well, I had an adult daughter, but I wanted to see her further along in life than she was at that point. Elderly parents that I was trying to take care of, so I worried about them. My husband, I figured he could take care of himself, but the others in my family, I felt I could contribute to, and that wouldn't be happening. What were some of the support systems that were helping you at that time kind of cope with what was going on? Well, I have a strong support group of friends and church members who are always there for me then and now. Family has been extremely important. My daughter and her husband have been very supportive as well. Can you talk about sort of what was explained to you at that point in terms of what the problem was and what the plan was? It was told to me that I did have lung cancer at stage four, and the plan was we were going to attack it aggressively as we could, and there was my idea of the six-month limitation was not accurate, and we'd try one thing. If that didn't work, we'd try something else, and so far that's been the pattern. What kind of side effects did you have with the Tarsiva? The first time, which was that time when I took it, I had very bad facial rash. It was like chicken pox with pimples on it. That was the only thing that I had. But once I saw a dermatologist and actually had got some antibiotics, that cleared up almost immediately, and everything else after that was minor. Where exactly did the rash, where was it? It was just on your face? Um, My face and scalp and neck. Was it uncomfortable? No, not uncomfortable. Did it kind of bother you in terms of the way it looked and the way other people? Yes, very much so, yeah. It looked pretty awful to me. So you took the Tarsiva, and during that time, how did you feel? I felt excellent. My lung function felt like it was back to normal, and I felt very good. What was your state of mind like at that point? It was much more optimistic, I thought, there is something out there, but then suddenly the cough came back. It stopped working. It seems like every six months something's going to happen. And last February, it's kind of a big one to me because all of a sudden I started to see double, and we found out that the cancer had hit the lining of the brain. Now you went back to taking the Tarsiva again? Yes, I have. We're doing it very differently now. We're, instead of equal doses every day, 
We're doing twice a week, we're doing mega doses, as we call it, 1,200 milligrams to break the blood-brain barrier. And again, that seems to have worked well for me. What kinds of symptoms were you having? And how are you feeling when you started the Tarsiva? The second time, right? Mm-hmm. I really wasn't having any symptoms. and Still, I'm not. So you're taking the Tarsiva right now? Yes. And what's happened in terms of the rash? I have had no rash at all. What about the Avastin? Are you able to identify any side effects or problems that it's causing? Not directly, no. I don't know what's causing what. What's been your sort of reaction? You've had quite a interesting couple of years. Any sort of overall impressions about what's happened? Well, I'm delighted to be here. I'm really happy with the way my doctors, both locally and I have one up at Dana-Farber in Boston, they put their heads together and every time we have an issue or a problem, they come up with a new game plan. I'm glad that they're willing to do that, and so far they've managed to come up with something that has been good for me. What are some of the things that have happened in your personal life over the last couple of years that have been the most meaningful to you? Well, my daughter got married last year, so I was able to participate in that. We kept bouncing that date around because I didn't know if I was going to make it, and they wanted me there, so that's probably the very most meaningful. My mother is also ill and in hospice care, so I've been able to participate with her. Can you talk a little bit about what's been going on with your mother? Sure. She has cancer as well. She had breast cancer originally, had a mastectomy, and it cleared up, and then about four or five years later, it showed up again in the bones, and she's been going downhill since then. And two weeks ago, we put her in hospice care. We don't really know what the future holds for her, but it doesn't look very long. But it's been a very good model for me, and I'm glad to be able to be part of it for her. Can you talk a little bit about your daughter's wedding and what that was like for you? Oh, that was fabulous, of course. Everything went according to plan, that beautiful outdoor wedding. It really meant the world to me to know that she had a partner that she could see through life's ups and downs, because I know that's extremely important. Can you talk a little bit about your partner, your husband, and how he's been involved with your care? He's been very involved, especially when I was not thinking very clearly. He could keep me straight, but even now, sometimes he thinks he has to keep me straighter than he does, but that's okay, too. He's been wonderful. He's been a great support. How did you feel in terms of the fact that you are a non-smoker and yet you developed lung cancer? What kind of thoughts went through your mind in that regard? Well, I think I've progressed through a number of thoughts, one being, why me? And I think, well, why not me? You know, I had a very full life. I've got a grown family. I've got a wonderful support network. So if anybody can handle it or can learn from it, contribute to it, you know, I'd be glad to do what I can. Any advice you give to another person who maybe is kind of beginning down the road that you've been traveling? Be optimistic as you can. On your good days, go for it. If you're having a down day, don't fight it. Just do what you can do when you can do it. Make the most of it. There's a lot of uncertainty. You don't know what's going to come next. The only certain thing is something's going to change. I make it a point to try 
to be optimistic and try to be happy and look at the best side I can of everything because it's the only way I survived before, and that's I think it's going to help see me through this as much as possible.